Daryl Frader, a 2015 TCNJ School of Business alumni and current student in the MBA program, joins us today to discuss his career in entrepreneurship, including The Club, an app he has recently developed as a platform for DJs and musicians during the pandemic to host parties and events. With over 1,000 streamers and several influencers' endorsements, the app has widely grown throughout the community, with the influence based in his background from Prom Social, a prom planning app for teens. In a sponsored interview with the School of Business, we also discuss the current MBA program and combining lessons from the classroom into the industry. So you've lived in the Ewing Trenton area like since you were born. Yeah. How has it been like growing up here, even going to school like at TCNJ and um, an MBA program now? Yeah, it's been a good experience. You know, I was born in Trenton uh, when I started grade school. Uh, so I did preschool in Trenton and started kindergarten. I was in the Ewing public school system. Um, and then since then, just been in Ewing and then went to TCNJ for undergrad. Um, mostly because uh, when I was a senior at TCNJ, I mean, a senior at um, Ewing High, I actually took four classes at TCNJ as a, as a senior. Um, so I already had like, you know, a whole semester of credit. So like, it makes a lot of sense just to go here. Um, so I did that for my undergrad and then, you know, recently with the opening of the MBA program, you know, I just thought that it was fitting and the timing was right for me. Um, and I wanted to be a part of something special. I really enjoyed my undergrad experience at TCNJ. So, uh, it just made sense for me to, to be a part of this inaugural class. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So this is the, um, this is the first program of the MBA, if I'm right, the first class. Yep. Um, what have been some noble, notable courses you've taken so far? I would say, you know, I'm taking the um, the sale route, which is the strategy, innovation and leadership route. So with the um, product innovation class that we took, um, the uh, strategy and, and then the strategy and then also the innovation course, those are my three favorite ones. Um, and, and those were really amazing because as an entrepreneur or startup founder, they were super applicable to what I'm doing. And I was able to learn things in real time that I can use um, that has made tremendous progress within my businesses. Um, even when I speak to investors and speak to uh, people that I'm trying to uh, just to get into what we're trying to do, um, it's very helpful that I'm able to leverage some of the words and some of the, the language that they use in those classes. Um, then, I'll, then additionally, I would also say the negotiation class. So those four, I want to give um, a lot of credit to because they're just really amazing classes. Yes. How do they compare to your undergrad courses? Is the structure of the grad program different? How? I would say that the, the, the key difference is just the content and the purpose behind my learning. You know, as an undergrad, you kind of think of school a little bit differently and you kind of do it because that's what you're expected to do. Um, but for you know, graduate school, I, I believe that everyone chose to be there and they really um, value the learning and they value the education that you're getting. So um, for me, it just, especially when the content aligns with my, you know, immediate day-to-day -day operations for my businesses, mm -hmm. it's just amazing because um, it really helps um, just the context that you get to apply it. So um, it's been great so far. Yeah. So some of your, uh, would you be able to describe some of your um, your current job and some of your past experiences? I understand that you've recently developed an app, um, the club. Yeah, so um, that's the primary focus of, of my life right now, um, just being able to 
further develop and grow the club app. So we just launched on the Google Play and App Store last month. Um, so I just checked the metrics and just sent out my investor updates. It, we have about 1,102 downloads. And this month we made about $533 in revenue. Um, so it's not bad for our first month of operations. And hopefully I can continue the growth and scale. And hopefully we can become the next Instagram in two years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how do you, um, how do you like, how do you market your app and build publicity about it? Uh, so presently, um, you know, publicly through like press and media, um, I've been asked to speak on a lot of podcasts and I've been getting a lot of attention from the newspaper articles. So just continuing the press and media, um, but then grassroots, you know, outreach and being able to connect with people of my industry and, and our app focuses on live DJing and virtual parties. So we've recruited a lot of DJs that stream on the app and, you know, just satisfying them and getting them to recruit other DJs to join um, to, to make the community a full active community of DJs and people that love, you know, virtual parties and DJ music. Um, that's how we grow organically. Um, so we can, you know, grow into that, you know, prominent community, um, which is a mobile app that allows people to find parties and DJs whenever they want. Mm -hmm. So like with um, a background in business, how like, and this is like a very, I guess it's a specific um, product of like of live events and music. Uh, how did you start researching and like developing this interest in like helping uh, DJs? Yeah, so I was able to notice the trend in DJs that was you know, going on Instagram live and, and hosting events um, when the coronavirus hit. And with my experience in my previous startup, which is uh, called Prom Social, it's a mobile app for teenagers to plan for their prom. And um, since all the proms across the country were, were canceled because of COVID, uh, we decided to, I'm like, yeah, what can I do to help these students stay engaged? So we hosted a virtual prom using Instagram live and we hired DJ Jazzy Jeff as the DJ. I mean, worked at, with another um, app called the Not Okay app, and, and they were able to help us really get a lot of um, uh, attention. Um, they somehow connected with Jack Dorsey, and he from he's a CEO of Square and Twitter, and he made a forty-five thousand dollar donation to the to the event, and we gave that out to students uh, for COVID relief. And then we also had like a lot of influencers on the on the live stream. Like uh, I was able to get Curtis Roach, who was like a big TikTok influencer who made like the song uh, Board in the House with uh, with Tyga. Uh, so he was on the, our red carpet and a bunch of other cool influencers. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. And live stream is like a really interesting experience, especially right now during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, I'm like, what else can we do with live stream? And then like, I just started seeing other huge events on Instagram live blowing up. And I'm like, this is cool. There's a lot of eyeballs on this, but the, the, the platform is not allowing the, the users to monetize these eyeballs efficiently. Mm -hmm. um, and with my experience building Prom Social, I, I knew that I can build a new app that um, allows there to be uh, you know, revenue that comes in for the streamer, as well as building an ecosystem where people are enjoying that kind of content 24 seven. Yeah, yeah. So is the app free for users? It's all through ads? Okay. Yeah, so, so the, the app is free for download um, um, and we monetize by allowing the users or the viewers of, of the streams to send tips to the streamer. Um, so that's the primary way that they generate revenue. And on average, we've been seeing um, DJs making between 10 and 50 bucks a stream. Um, and then my company takes a portion of it. The app store takes a portion, but we keep the bulk 
going to the DJs and, and the live streamers. Uh, so we just see like, you know, we only have about a thousand downloads, but like if I can add a couple of zeros to those downloads, you can see the impact in terms of um, how much revenue that can bring in from a, from a company perspective. Yeah, definitely. So as you've been developing this app, you've also been taking the classes. How has it been like compared to your undergrad experience? How has it been um, working and like taking classes? Do you find as though it's there's more of a direct application to what you learn? Definitely, uh, especially with the specific classes I, uh, I mentioned. Um, when it comes to year two, it's more, uh, we're taking economics and we're taking accounting. So it's more indirect, uh, but it's still valuable because um, right now I'm doing a lot of financial projections for my company because I'm raising um, an early round of funding from investors. So they want to see a lot of those numbers and metrics in that's what we're specifically going over in the accounting class and even the economic class, they have some projections that we have to calculate. Um, so uh, it is still relevant. It's not as exciting <laughs> as the other ones, but uh, it's still uh, very meaningful and useful for my business. So I'm super appreciative of what the MBA program is offering. And, and also just to add, just, just the credibility of having an MBA or, or being an MBA candidate is super helpful from an investor perspective. Um, it just gives them more confidence that you are going to take your business seriously and you have the credentials to do so and that they can market you as a person that they can you know, pitch to other investors that they want to have join the investment circle. So mm -hmm. it just uh, adds a lot of value and gives you a lot of leverage. Yeah. So you also consult people in creating their own businesses. How has creating your own app and business helped strengthen your ability to advise? Yeah, it's, it's actually really great. Uh, a lot of people have been reaching out to me um, for advice on how they could do their own apps as well. Mm -hmm. And it's much more powerful when you can speak on it from a perspective of I've done it and I'm still doing it right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so from a consulting standpoint, it's just like, I'm doing it in real time and I'm teaching other people how to do it as well. So it just makes a lot of sense. So uh, it's, it's super valuable to, I can speak on it as a person that's doing it and not just someone that just learned how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have um, any previous like prior knowledge on developing apps and like the technology behind that? Oh, Prompt Social was my, my first experience. Okay. So okay. I joined on as a co-founder in mm -hmm. early 2019 um, so they already had the app and I was just helping further develop it and helping them uh, with growth and marketing. Um, so I was on the calls every week with the developer team and, and, and trying to figure out what features and designs we need to build next to add value to the users. Um, and just in that process of being able to understand how, you know, product development goes for mobile apps, I was able to learn so much that when it came to this new app and I hired a new development team to help build it. I was able to guide them and instruct them very clearly and with you know a lot of confidence in, in what I need to build next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you find that um, through your um, interest in business, do you find that um, you've, you've happened to specialize on a certain area or do you find that you um, still like to cover a variety of um, area like products? Um, I think, you know, with this new mobile app, I've kind of just kind of carved out a niche that, you know, I'm becoming a, mobile app business specialists. Um, and, you know, that wasn't by design. That was kind of just by where things have led. Um, because with this, you know, the club app, I didn't plan to start this app. I was trying to work my way into working in venture capital. And that's another one of the reasons why I, I joined the MBA program, because my goal is to, to, to play a major role in closing wealth gaps in this country. And I think that through investing and through entrepreneurship, 
that can be done. So I wanted to create a venture capital firm that enables founders that are from low-income families or, or minorities or women that are looking to start businesses but don't have the access to capital and mentorship to do so. So I want to start a firm that, that enables that to happen, but then also enable um, non-accredited investors to also invest in these early stage startups because I believe that there's been a lot of wealth that's been happening and, and generating from investing in early stage technology companies, but minorities, women, and even just people of low income have been excluded from those opportunities. Um, and I believe it's time for us to, to give more people access to this source of income and revenue and investment opportunities. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you've also, in addition to um, your app and like taking classes and so forth, you've also participated as a judge at TCNJ for the Mayo Business Plan competition. How, like, did you participate in this competition as a student yourself? So as an undergrad, I never was able to do it. I never had a team or an idea that I, I, I felt very passionate about. So every single year, I was like, oh, I want to do it. But nothing came in. Um, I'm really a believer by some things you just can't force. So it was like, it just has to feel right. And it never did. So I, I never did it. But I'm really glad that um, I was able for the past two years to be a judge um, for the early rounds. And hopefully, eventually, I'd be a, a judge for the final round. That's really <laughs> one of my 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 goals uh, <laughs> in terms of the TCNJ uh, Mayo Business Competition. Um, it's a it's a really good thing that the college is doing. I, I believe that it's really allowing people to see entrepreneurship as a pathway for them and giving them an opportunity to try it for real. And uh, I, I encourage them to just continue. Um, to have this competition grow and continue to have people that are interested in in building companies that you know may grow and scale into big big you know companies we talk about every day like uber facebook you know and it's it's important that you know tcj continues to invest in entrepreneurs on this campus mm -hmm. yeah definitely so would you consider yourself when you um, when you advise for these competitions and judge, um, do you find that you feel like an alumni or like, do you, do you still like feel like, I guess you're a student still like with the MBA program. So. You, you know, it's, it's interesting. Cause it's like, I see everyone as equals. So like, even like I, I speak to people that are 19, 20, you know, and still, you know, in undergrad and I even mentor high school students as well. And, you know, all people have the ability to build great businesses. You know, it just takes your drive, takes your effort, it takes the skills that you've developed and just how, you know, how, how much you want it. So, I, you know, I, I, there's no differentiator between, you know, someone that's in the MBA program or, or undergrad program or still in high school, just how bad do you want it? How, how, how hard are you gonna work to learn the skills needed to succeed? And, you know, are you gonna have faith in yourself that you're gonna be able to achieve it and, and succeed? Yeah. Yeah. What's some advice that you would give to students considering um, a career in entrepreneurship or even any business? Yeah, you know, my advice would be to don't be afraid uh, to get started. That's the hardest thing to do, you know, to, to make that decision that you want to go and be an entrepreneur. Um, so like do it in a way that it's safe, but yet you can take some risk by, you know, maybe starting a business on the side or, you know, joining a startup or joining, you know, a company that is doing a lot of innovative work. It just, you know, it's a lot different from corporate life, you know, in, in terms of working in a big corporation, you're typically, you know, tasked to do, you know, a job and, you know, you're not, you know, tasked to really grow or innovate. You just, you know, 
here's what we want you to do clock in clock out and do this but um i think startups and just you know early stage companies they they have a, a, a innovation mentality and um, it's much different from being in corporate life so i i i i don't fare well in nine to fives because <laughs> I, I constantly want things to improve and to and to grow and um sometimes that does not align with the way that certain businesses have been operating over the years um so i, I love being in an environment where i could be very innovative try new things make mistakes and um, just continue to learn um and that's very important for me and for any entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur to understand um, just to go into it and and and, um, and and learn and don't be afraid to fail and make mistakes. Yeah. Do you think COVID-19 has helped? I guess like we're no longer, we're still kind of in nine to five, like some industries, but do you think that um, your career especially has been impacted? Well, I mean, like, yeah, obviously. But yeah. So like- yeah, I created this <laughs> business um, in response to COVID that, you know, COVID has create a huge shift in the market and you know when there's a huge shift like this it causes behavioral change in humans Mm -hmm. and when you're able to identify what can I build what technology can I build to enhance this new behavior or to improve it that's where there's a lot of opportunity to make money or to you know start a new business can have a large impact in the world Um, so that's what I'm attempting you know and all business have risk so there's no guarantee that this is going to be a major success but there is an opportunity where it can be. And um, I'm banking on the, on the opportunity that it will be. So uh, let's see how I do in the next three to five years. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to mention about the MBA program at TCNJ? Or do you find that like, are many of your uh, classmates TCNJ grads themselves? Yeah, I think a lot of them are TCNJ grads. I think, you know, that's just kind of is a testament to TCNJ's undergraduate program and how great of it of a program it is. You know, we all loved our undergrad experience and want to be back at TCNJ so badly that we're here for the MBA program. Um, and in, in terms of like last words for the MBA program, I honestly think that TCNJ has the opportunity to build the number one MBA program for entrepreneurs in the world. Um, just the innovative structure of how they do the classes and, and the content and, and the professors that they have that are super passionate about what they're teaching. I believe it's in a, in a great position to be the number one MBA program in the world for entrepreneurs. So um, let's put that into the books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. And I guess just like for students who are considering um, graduate school programs or MBAs or like um, after undergrad, how would you advise them like approaching, do you suggest they enter the industry before or go right into school? I would suggest having some time off from undergrad. This is my personal opinion. Uh, just because you learn a lot in the real world when you're working, you know, at, at a job or in a business or your own business uh, before you go and get a degree. Because when you're getting, you know, your, your MBA or getting your master's, you kind of want to know what you're going to use it for. Um, but you won't really have a good sense of what you want to do in life or what you want to use it for until you go out into the real world. Um, so I definitely highly recommend getting some real world experience so you can better define what your future is going to look like and have the you know, master's degree as something that's going to enhance your ability to succeed in that market.
Hey, this is Nancy. Thanks for listening in today at 91.3 FM WTSR. Remember to check out more content online at WTSR.org, on the air, or on our Spotify and Captivate channels. And as always, we remind you to open your mind.